0: Hello and welcome to Filling in the Gaps. I'm Justin. And I'm Darren. Today we're going to be discussing a game slash movie, which is called Late Shift. Uh, This game, if we want to call it that, (laughs) I have some issues (laughs) with that, but this was released on Steam April of 2017. Reviews, uh, recent, mostly positive, overall very positive with like four and a half thousand reviews. Developer is, well, CTRL movie, which I think is Control Movie, Mm. and the publisher is Wales Interactive. It is FMV, but it is really much more just a choose-your-own-adventure, much like Black Mirror's Bandersnatch, which I am sure I am going to talk about at some point in the episode. I won't give away story spoilers, only kind of mechanic spoilers, because I do want to talk about how that one worked mechanically versus this one. Right,
1: because I haven't seen Bandersnatch
0: yet. That's fine. It it won't be any sort of story spoilers at all. It'll just be mechanics.
1: Would you recommend this game? Kind of. I mean, I've played a lot of Wales Interactive games. I've played The Bunker. The only one I've not played so far is The Shapeshifting Detective. Do you have it? I think so. Um, I like The Bunker better than this one. Um, It's not bad. It's just... I don't know. Well, we'll get into it. It's just, it's it's a bit weak, isn't it?
0: It's... It is in some ways. I think if you want to choose your own adventure, if you want... I'm not even sure I really want to say FMV. I mean, obviously it is full motion video.
1: Yeah, but it's not like in a Tex Murphy point and click classic FMV.
0: No, it's not. And if that's what you're looking for, this is not the game no. for you. Yeah. It's interesting for what it is. I definitely think on sale, especially if you could get the bundle with all three of those games. On a good sale, yeah, it's probably worth it. It's worth an experience at least once, but once is roughly 90 minutes. So keep that in mind when you're looking at this one. It's not bad, but it does have some weak points. But I can't really get into what they are, I think, until we get into the spoiler section. The biggest thing, though, and well, I guess I can get into the Black Mirror thing now quickly, is when you, the biggest thing for me is the mechanics of it and the way that it works they work very very similarly except that in late shift you have to watch everything all the way through in bandersnatch they found a way to go back and fast forward through some of the parts or skip some of the parts you didn't have to do again that would be very useful for this you also have some endings that happen earlier in the game or earlier in your choices which makes sense they shouldn't all funnel to the same ending at least not in my opinion i think funneling them all to kind of the same storyline ish kind of limits what you can do with the story and takes a little bit of the surprise away so the first time you don't notice it but the second and third time i think i've only done it three times now i do really start to notice some of these things so that's pretty much it. Like once we get into it, it's much like talking about a a, a movie. Yeah. yeah. And it's all a story. So there's really not much we can do without giving bits away. I think people know if they want this game or not. Read a few reviews. I don't think that there are, I mean, there are probably lots of spoilers out there, but when I was looking at the reviews, people seem to be pretty good about realizing that's all this one it's is. It's just and the not only really,
1: selling point this game has. Yeah. Not
0: really giving away a lot. Um, yeah, so, with that, late shift. Take it away. <laughs> okay. Spoiler warning, in effect. I don't know exactly how you want to go through this. My notes are a bit of a mess because I played this
1: a long time ago, and then I just played it again and picked it up where I kind of left off. Because I, I finished it, I got one ending, and then I was like, ah, I'm not sure if I want to be bothered going
0: through that again. But now that we're Says the guy this, who has all seven endings.
1: Now I do. Because
0: I went back and I absolutely hammered it. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't hammer it, it because painful. I found even two playthroughs in a week felt like too much. Yeah. I, I I put it on all... Towards the end, it was becoming
1: background noise for me because I knew everything where it was. It was like, this isn't important. This is, and I was just waiting for those cues to click something. like. And I was, pu- I was actually doing something else at the same time by the end of it. Were you ever trying to... Make no choices. I did. I always do a no choice playthrough because that's how I like to like show Telltale games for what they actually are, where you don't have to touch the keyboard for twenty minutes.
0: That'll be very interesting. I'll want to know exactly where that. Actually, we're in the spoiler section now. Where it, did that drop? You it off? leads to a bad ending. Okay, I I think that I so far have ranked three to four endings now because I got two in one run.
1: Yeah, because you basically you you, you get a bad ending with that because. Everything hinges on certain moments in this game, as you're aware. And if you don't kiss Mei Ling right at the start, pretty much all of your endings are bad from then on. Like, you need to fall in love with her. Which, you got the good ending the first time
0: round. so... Yeah, I did. I lucked into it. But I will say, I lucked into it because I knew what I wanted from the beginning. Yeah,
1: exactly, because you played like a sociopath then.
0: I... <laughs> yeah, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> I said, whatever this heist is, I'm obviously in for it. I may as well go all in on the heist. And I need to stay all in on the heist. (laughs) And what the heck, I get a girlfriend along the way. Sure, I'm in. And I just got very, very lucky that all of the choices I made worked out.
1: Yeah, because when you said, oh I go," is this the good day thing? I'm like, yeah. And you're like, oh, that's my first playthrough. I was like, what? You'd have to be mental to do that. But then again, I always play games as me, not as the character, you know? So it's like, as soon as they're like, oh... We're going to do this house. I'm like, "Nope, I'm not." And then, "Oh, do you think I'm beautiful?" Nope. Uh car crashes. Let's go to this guy and like fence this 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 rice ball. No, I'm going to the police. What are you talking about? That's n- madness. <laughs> of course I got the shit ending. I mean the bad ending.
0: <laughs> Let's go through it. So, uh <laughs> My first joke in the notes is, wow, these are amazing graphics.
1: (laughs) Real life graphics almost.
0: But I will say this, after playing Her Story and Telling Lies, where it's meant to look like somewhat found footage with lower res cameras and not the best lighting. The beginning of this one looks pretty amazing. It looks like a movie. The beginning of this does look pretty amazing. It looks like a movie.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's got good production. They've got, they've definitely had some money for that.
0: There's a whole talk about, are we all connected? Do our choices matter? Blah, blah, blah. You have to choose to be selfless or selfish as to, but it doesn't make any difference because you get on the bus either way. It just matters of what he says. So the first time around, see, I tried to be nice and I said selfless and he says, oh, come on, nobody's that nice. (laughs) Something like that. And I went, yeah, fine, whatever then. Mm. Uh, There's a part where you can help a guy find Bond Street Train, the train for Bond Street, which (laughs) it's so funny because the first time I went, yeah, okay, I'll try to be nice. And it worked out and only later realized, boy, it takes a lot longer if you don't help him out. So you may as well just help him out. Yeah, because if you don't help him out, you miss the train. They're really bad in this game about giving character names. So I had to write them down as I heard them or a couple of them I had to go back and find.
1: I mean is the only one that keeps on getting yeah, you over, you over, over. Her name over ahead. and over again,
0: yeah. Basically, our main character of Matt is a security guard in a parking garage. He sits in a sports car for a while talking about how it could pay for ten years of college. He's studying algorithms and game theory. There's this whole annoying thing with a guy who says I'm not the driver, and so I guess you don't get a tip, which I had to see three times, mm. and really, it's dumb because it's not—it's not her car anyway. Yeah. So that whole conversation doesn't make much sense, but I suppose because he would this have signed it in. anyway. Yeah. Yeah, because he would have signed it in anyway,
1: and because we find that out later when she wants to borrow the car. So it's like, yeah, you didn't make a mistake. It's your car, like whatever. Yeah. You said so you only had to watch that three times. I had to watch that eight times.
0: Yeah. Well, I. I I don't know. I'm I'm so close to getting everything, but it does mean another what 5 hours of watching this. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, so she does come back. I don't know her character name. She comes back wanting the keys and he says, "You don't mind signing it out." And she's like, "Well, I do actually." So why does she want it? She's got a bet she can take the Maserati to a, a party? party. Yeah.
1: For a thousand, a thousand bucks.
0: Yeah, where he could get a hundred, or I think you can push for two or three hundred or something. This is where the first time I think I noticed the traces are on a really short timer. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. Sometimes I barely have time to read them all before... I make the choice
1: one good thing that i will say about this is yeah so it's very telltale style you've got a bunch of choices the timer's running down and you feel pushed into there's sometimes more urgency where the timer's like whooshing down um but what's good about this game is all the choices you do what they say throughout the whole game and i'll give it that like in other games where it's like oh you say this and it's like you do something really bad that you did not foresee happening through that choice in this game it's like it's black and white if you say oh I'm gonna say this and do this and this is the obvious good approach that's exactly what your character does I really liked how they didn't try and screw you over on the choices in this game I was like oh you said a nice thing but actually now your character says something really bad
0: I don't think that they always try to mess with you I think they don't always realize that the Short description they're giving doesn't match
1: right what they're that actually doing. Too. Yeah,
0: yeah. And this group seems to understand that most of the time the choices I picked were pretty simple, and they, like you said, they fit what the description gave us. Yeah. There's a sound. I went to check it. There's a man with a gun. I had the pepper spray, but it didn't really work. You're going to be forced to get into the car at some point, point. and no matter what happens with the blonde woman who's trying to get the key she'll eventually escape yeah and yeah and he tries to shoot her in the car park for some reason but well she's seeing his face Ah, well this guy's an idiot anyway but yes this i believe is lee Mm -hmm. i refer to him throughout my notes as first thief because we never hear his name i think in the entire game he's got some sort of bloody hand which i guess he, he broke his arm or something. Yeah, he was like absently through that vent,
1: like Tom Cruise and Mission Impossible, but. But he's no Tom Cruise. He didn't have John Reno holding him up on the other end.
0: You can choose to drive or run. I chose to drive. I basically went into the house, which is fine because it's a waste of time not to. Yeah, you can he, like, try, gonna and, try and run. jump
1: over the wall and nothing yeah. happens.
0: In the house, there are two more thieves and Mei Ling and I don't know. So Lee's got this broken arm. and she just kind of throw some gauze on it or yeah. something? <laughs> yeah, it's like, that's not how you need to treat that. I'm <laughs> sorry, that's a compound fracture.
1: You are in some serious trouble. He's going to have to have that amputated later. The, after
0: this game is all done, he's getting his arm lopped off at the elbow. So basically, I played it cool. I protested to get some money. There's some sort of weird valet key app in the car or something that stops it going above 35 miles per hour. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Is this I mean, a real thing? I do don't you know think? if that's real, but... I basically got the split 50-50 of Lee's share of whatever it's going to be. There's a cool shot of driving across Tower Bridge. And here's a complaint I've got about it. Right as soon as we get out, Mailing and Matt are just having this very loud conversation about how they're trying to keep the choice from getting the bowl. And it sounds very, very evil. And the valet is just standing there. <laughs> Like, thanks for the key, ma'am. And uh, please, all movie makers, storytellers, please, if people are having a secret conversation, let them have it in secret. They were in the car for about half an hour before this. There was plenty of time to have this conversation instead of right where you're about to commit the crime.
1: (laughs) In front of, in front of witnesses. Yeah. I said, Oh yeah, I remember those guys. Exactly. They were talking about that bowl. They came in in that car, yeah. Yeah, dumb.
0: And that happens. There's a few really
1: choice dumb moments in this game.
0: But at this point as well is where she talks about the choice and how powerful they are. And then there's a point later in the game where Matt is upset, saying, you knew how powerful they were. And in my head, she already kind of told you here. And no matter what storyline you're doing, she's telling you here. So uh, that doesn't work for me. Uh... Yeah, this whole bowl thing is a bit of a problem as well.
1: is the smallest rice bowl I've ever seen in my life. That's exactly what I kept thinking. Like, I mean, it looks like a sake cup, you know, or something like that. It's tiny. Like, you get, like, one spoon of rice in that thing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Did the emperor need the rice refilled after every bite?
1: Yeah, he was on a diet or something <laughs> like
0: that, you know? I think they chose that because it would fit into a pocket. But it just feels kind of stupid. Then just just change it to a glass then or something. Like,
1: honestly, that bowl is so small. It's tiny.
0: Yeah, so... Anyway, we get... Let's skip ahead to... We're in the... Auction house. And we have to hear the boring lecture about... It's a rice bowl and it's made of porcelain. Actually, before that... Before that, we need to talk about the cabinet (laughs) that they sell where they have to blatantly say it has a secret compartment after it's already been sold. This is the type of thing you might say when you're selling it, (laughs) but you wouldn't say this after it's already sold. You just move on to the next item. I've watched tons of episodes of Bargain Hunt. I don't know any (laughs) time where they would go, oh, and that secret compartment. And so that was just a red flag that the secret compartment was important. Mm. And even the first time, and that drives me a bit crazy that shouldn't have been there that information should have come up in the story later on i feel like Mm. we get to the bidding now though we've had the lecture we get to the bidding and she wants to keep raising the price because they get a percentage of the selling price which i'm not sure who would ever agree to that and even if there was a like a guy who i don't know
1: yeah i don't even know how that works like there would be someone watching you and then noticing that you are bidding on it. It's like you would, you'd be scooped on that immediately. Like, no, 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 no. You're not getting a cut of 10 million. It would have gone for five if you hadn't kept, kept your mouth shut, you know?
0: Unless somehow the person is in on the actual take from the auction house. Perhaps. That would be the only way. But nobody who we might be getting money from is actually in with the auction house. So it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But it leads to this whole thing of, obviously you want to stop her, but maybe you should let her go because you might, well, you might get to the romantic storyline later, basically. Oh,
1: no, it makes sense. It does make sense. Of course it does. Because it's the guy who's, it's his rice bowl. He's getting the money. So she's driving, because he looks back at her at, at at some point. He's getting the money. For that bowl. So she's driving the price up. So if she drives the price up...
0: He also gets more he money. He gets
1: more money. And that makes sense. Yeah.
0: Ah, that's true. Okay. Um. All right. Well, that works. I'll take that out of my negative <laughs> column then. I did stop her just before the last one, my first playthrough. But apparently if you stop her right away... you. You kind of lose her goodwill.
1: You immediately, that's, it, that's again, you're on track You're on track to getting the bad ending now. You have to please Mei Ling, otherwise it doesn't work.
0: In my playthrough, that first one, you go downstairs and you have to help Jeff subdue a security guard by stupidly acting like you're looking for the bathroom. Yeah. Jeff comes out, takes care of the security guard, says grab the cart because Sebastian is coming out with the cart. I grab the cart, Jeff beats him up and chokes him out. I thought he murdered him. Well, it would make more sense, but no. He just chokes him and apparently gives him a concussion. Well, he did slam his head off the wall at the beginning. Maybe he did, but it... I don't know. Sebastian ends up in the ICU later, and he doesn't really look that bad off. I don't know. Uh, Maybe I don't understand how medically dangerous this is. And this
1: is the UK, man. If you're not dying, you're not getting a bed in a hospital. (laughs)
0: This is kind of what I was thinking, but...
1: Well, you got a concussion. Get out of here. Sleep it off.
0: <laughs> well, probably not sleep it off, but... All right. Let's get to the next part then, where you can sabotage the code or not. And obviously the first time I didn't.
1: Yeah, these are all... The only thing that these do, the story always moves forward because it's a, It's not... It, it, that's all it is, is a story. It's like, it's not a game. It's a movie that you interact with. And so all of these decisions that you make, nothing really results in a
0: game over. They're all just for achievements. All all these do is trigger achievements. Which I was doing kind of left and right. Mm. That first time around, everything I did, was another achievement. You basically then have to... (laughs) In mine, I ended up in the car with Mei Ling. There's another playthrough where I ended up in the car with Jeff. Yes, that happens. I "I don't know how that went wrong. (laughs) Well, there are a lot of ways that went wrong. But... <laughs> there's a point where I have to choose whether to high five Mei Ling or not. <laughs> it just seems like such a, such a pointless choice. But I'm like, sure, I'm all in for the love in this one. So give her the high five. And yeah, basically they run in, they switch vehicles, they get into a van in the van. They go out. I think it's Simon who says, Oh, there's no cup cars. We're back in society and they drive off and they're basically, no matter what choices you make, they want to get rid of. Matt and at least every choice is uh, all the choices I made along the way. They want to get rid of Matt. They're like, Oh, I think there's some tape in the back. A truck kind of comes out of nowhere, hits the van. And in the worst scene in the entire movie game, they make it look as though the van is falling down, but it's so bad. Like they really should have stopped when the truck gets close and that should be it because The quality of this special effect is so low, it's comical. They're now dead, except for Mei Ling and Matt. Matt grabs the bag, and you have to choose now to go to the police or to go to Mr. Wu. Mm -hmm. Which, annoyingly, in the subtitles, they spell W-O-E. Yeah, Mr. Wu. Yeah, (laughs) I'm like, that's not how that would be spelled. Mr. Wu is the one who we just heard conveniently is our buyer, and we know where his restaurant is. And we know the name of it because they just talked about it in front of Matt. And that's pretty much it. Mei Ling is totally disoriented. You have to choose. I was like, fine, let's go to Mr. Wu because the police sound boring. And I'm glad I did. We'll talk about that later.
1: Did you go to the police later, yeah?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, we'll, well, yeah, basically, in my second playthrough, I did the total opposite I did in the first yeah. one. Yeah, you... You meet one of the worst actors in the game, who's this waiter in the restaurant. I think he, he must actually be a waiter. Cause... <laughs> Could be. But he's got this overly bad accent, which has got to be a put on. I don't know, man.
1: That's uh, I've heard people speak like that before in, in Chinese restaurants in, in England.
0: Yeah, I think they're putting you on. <laughs> <laughs> um... I don't know. I lived in China. I didn't hear this accent. So unless they're from a very different part, maybe I mean, different they, accent,
1: they, but they move they move across, they emigrate, and then they pick up like a half English accent, you know, and they
0: Oh, but it's not that. It's the overly switched of the L's and Rs. That's ah, like the right, old right, stereotype right, that right. he was doing that just irked me. Mm. Not today. Like that's just not. There's a whole thing about a fortune cookie, which I guess is probably symbolic, but I don't really care about it. I took one, and Matt doesn't read his because we're going to save that for later in the story. Mr. Wu is just mad that they're there at all, why'd you do this? This bull has been fought over in wars or something, and I maybe this is just tradition I don't understand, but this bull is worth far more than it should be. He basically kicks them out, and no matter what you choose, he's going to kick you out, I believe. Yeah, that's it. You're out. Which is a shame. I thought there was a point where I was going to annoy him so much that he would kill Matt, but that didn't work. I ended up leaving though a bit early on this one. I tried a different playthrough where I tried to push and push and push and it leaves the same result. So that part was a little bit disappointing. Here's the part where we go outside. There's a whole scene outside of him saying, you knew how dangerous they were and you did it anyway. But again, I feel like she was pretty straightforward with these are kind of dangerous and rich people. In the beginning.
1: Yeah, and they were willing to pay 12 million quid for a bowl. So that's the kind of person. Yeah. That, that kind of person would scare me in real life. <clears throat>
0: Matt says that the Choys ran, were the ones that ran them off the road, though we're pretty sure that's not the case.
1: And that's also dumb because, like, that would be very hard to pinpoint that. And, like, dying in a car crash, in a fire, like, that's a pretty narrowly focused way, method of killing someone with a truck.
0: What I don't understand about that whole truck thing was, uh, well, nobody checked to make sure that things went the way they were supposed to. And that bothers me. They just assumed everything would work out the right way. Knocking it, because the whole point is eventually we'll find out that everything should have burned up in a fire, but... You can't guarantee a van will necessarily explode into a ball of fire.
1: That's what I'm saying about dumb points in this game where it gets let down. That, that was really a big one. I mean, set a bomb or like have people torch it, you know, have people like bikers run up and throw Molotovs through the window or something, you know, start a fire, not hit a truck and then maybe it'll catch fire and my plan will go through.
0: Like that's really dumb. Meiling wants to go to her friend's place. Matt wants to go to the police. I. Shows the police. And then luckily it gave me a second chance to say, no, that's not a good idea. Yeah. That's not the right way. <laughs> right? So <laughs> I went to this hotel where we check in under the obvious name of Smith. Yep. And basically there's a whole scene where mei upset that there's not an actual bath in there. She wants to kiss Matt, but I don't know why. It, they make it sound like it's just so he'll shut up. They start kissing, but then the news comes on about the news and Wu is dead. So basically, they have to leave. I ran out the window. Mei Ling throws the bowl in the one I chose. There's a whole... (laughs) There's this dumb part where they walk up to kind of like a overpass. So they they go... He's like, inside. And so they just go under it. They're not really inside (laughs) anywhere. And there's a whole thing where she says that she made the fake.
1: And that bit is dumb as well. They've got those the Choi gangs come in and they've got guns and they throw, well, what they think is the original rice bowl. And then they just let them walk away. You know, no one chases them. No one, they've got, they've got like, you know, automatic weapons. They don't shoot them on site. Like, you just destroyed our heritage. Like, you're done. Like, they don't capture them, nothing. Like, they just allow them to jog away. Like, well, they pick up the pieces of this broken bowl. Okay, that's another dumb point. (laughs)
0: Matt says that he'll keep following her, but on two conditions. One, you tell me the whole story. So there's a whole thing with Par, I think, right? Yeah. Two, from now on, I make the decisions and you follow, which is very convenient for an FMV game. Yeah. Oh, well, I guess I get to make all the decisions now, which is pretty much what the game should be doing anyway. Um, yeah, this is where they talk about the fire could make it so you couldn't tell the actual age of the bowl. Yeah,
1: I don't know if that's true or not. I'll take
0: my word for it. It would have to be completely burnt right. to a crisp. And I'd, I'd take a pretty heavy fire, I think. Yeah. Which, again, they didn't ensure would happen. We then go off to the hospital where we're... Go- oh, no, we don't do that because we have to go to Hainsworth's first,
1: don't we? Um, no, 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 you got to get... In the- no, that's right. you got to go into the fight. You get in the fight with the- that Irish guy.
0: Oh, <laughs> or you don't. Or you don't, yeah. Right. This is just such a forced scene. Yeah. So you walk in to this group that's just fighting. There are cops coming up right behind us, and Matt's deciding whether or not to get into a fight, even though there's cops right behind you. If you don't get into the fight, the cops flash their lights, which save you. If you do get into a fight, it doesn't matter.
1: And you balls up the whole ending if you get into a fight, because you don't get to go to the hospital.
0: You walk off and... (laughs) (laughs) there's a really awful line where Matt says, that guy almost choked me. I'm like, no, that guy did choke you. (laughs) What you want to say is he almost killed you or he almost choked you to death. Not he almost choked you. He did choke you. We (laughs) saw it. But this makes him think of Jeff, quote, getting his kicks off of beating up the people in the basement, which is something I want to stop and say right now. I feel like they wrote these characters... They know who these characters are, but we don't know who these characters are. And so Jeff is obviously meant to be some sort of sadistic, likes to beat people up character. But we, we never saw that. We only see it in a case where he was supposed to. Or he, yeah, he had to, because like that, otherwise the plan wouldn't go forward, yeah. So we don't get that. Why are you saying he gets his kicks off of this? You don't know him either, Matt. Yeah, I mean, maybe if he'd smacked Matt around a little bit in the start of the thing or something yes. like that. Which honestly, I would have honestly, I would have liked that, uh, <laughs> or any point during the game. <laughs> yeah, so they end up going to the hospital. I'm luckily able to convince the blonde woman from the beginning to let us in. I'm luckily able to get the room number, even though I didn't give the key to the woman at the beginning. Oh right, yeah,
1: from the the, the, the you the can
0: call in a favor, but I didn't give her the key, so I had to kind of. Convince her with mailing's help, please let us in. And for some reason, she does. We go up, we talk to Sebastian, who doesn't look that bad off. And there's a whole, oh, the scene with the man with the dirty well, magazine, yeah. which it, this is a bit like <laughs> the entire story for this, as far as Matt's concerned, is kind of like the end of every episode of House MD, where something sparks his thinking and gives him the answer. This happens, what, four, five times in this game, this story? It's a lot. So he sees that, he remembers about the secret compartment, he's figured it out, so you can use that to bluff your way through Sebastian. I find the Sebastian part very frustrating because I can't get this achievement about not going over the line, so I played it very... Mean one time, I played it very nice one time. There's some in-between I need to figure it yeah, out. Yeah,
1: exactly. So basically, you start roughing him up, you cut off his oxygen, and then at the moment where it gives you the chance to continue, or stop, that's where you stop, and then you don't cross the line. So I right. it's like...
0: Well, now I know. Basically, you get a security card, which isn't going to help you anyway. That's really... That annoyed me as well,
1: like... Just don't, don't give us that. We don't need a red herring at this point, especially when the game doesn't end or punish you for making wrong choices really anyway.
0: You go back to Haynesworth's... Eventually, what I did was I went to some office, found out which van the cabinet was going to be in, and then <laughs> stupidly ran outside, but luckily that didn't matter because I could still get into the van. I got in there and... And there's two vans, but. Ah, uh, but that's only if you actually make it to outside before the van takes off. If you get off on the ground floor. Oh, okay. I didn't do and that. And you one. go outside, van seven is already on its way. Ah. And so you have to choose whether to get in or not. And I don't know what happened if you didn't, uh, but I got in and. Oh, I missed a major part where the choice beat us up in the. On oh, the hospital. Hospital yeah. and, and stole mei ling. So. To like kung food your face. Right. And rather than. Take you as well. Yeah, or leave one of the guys with you to make sure you do what you're supposed to. Yeah,
1: to just let you get on with stuff.
0: Yeah. Dumb. <laughs> Dumb
1: point three for me there.
0: So we're on our way to Samuel Parr's place. We get there and in the my first playthrough anyway, basically shove my way in, convince him that what I have is the fake. He's about to break it and I call his bluff and say, yeah, go ahead and break it. He just drops it into his hand which is what I suspected would happen, we get money transferred in for the location of the real bull and also somehow let the choice know. I think it was calling Mei Ling that kind of set yeah. up both things happening at the same time. So you walk outside. You've now got your $5.5 million to share with Mei Ling. You've, well, luckily, we don't know if we really trust her. <laughs> you give the bowl to the choice uh... The head of the choice, he says something about a history lesson or something. They take Samuel Parr off in a rough way, so he's probably going to die. Yep. And this is the happy ending. Yep. Walk off into the sunset. The end. So my first time around, two endings out of seven, which I didn't understand, but (laughs) there's apparently a way to do two in one. Yeah. And you triggered it the very first time. Good going. Chapters found 10 out of 14, so I'm... At this point, missing four scenes though I've gone back through and I've got now thirteen out of them. Okay. And decisions made fifty three, but I don't I don't understand the decisions made. Mm. It seems like I is that just because I actually click something rather than letting the game choose?
1: I don't think so, but I can't remember how many decisions I made, but.
0: You must uh, be into the thousands by
1: No, now. no, no, it was low. I mean, I, I, the number 47 is in my head for some point. Like, I'm not sure if that was my first playthrough. Uh, I'm not sure if that's my first playthrough or the last one, but I remember taking a screenshot of, like, 100% in this game, and I'm pretty it was low, man. Because like, it, it means unique choices, so there's, there's only, like, X amount of them anyway.
0: Um, we get to my second playthrough, which I'm not going to go through in detail, Basically, I did the exact opposite. I was like, I'm definitely not going to be in love with Mei Ling. So I'm going to do everything to irritate her that I can. There's not going to be a high five, but that doesn't matter because I'm also high fives for you. (laughs) There's also no heist. I'm going to try and stop them at every possible opportunity. But this one is just, it's even worse. It's so bad. You go to the police. They don't believe you. So basically they're, they're ready to just incriminate you.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I wondered were the police, or was that detective in on it almost?
0: It's, it's at one point because like he's being a total asshole to you. The choice kidnapped Matt and like from the police van yeah. as he's being transported, and then basically there's this whole thing of the prisoner's dilemma. He even I think literally says this is a prisoner's dilemma where he and Mailing are in different rooms, and you have to choose which one to go for and which weapon do you want to be killed with Mm -hmm. and all of that and i chose myself and so she gets stabbed and she goes (laughs) as she's dying so here are two things one as she's dying going oh here's everything you need to know i made a forgery for par and you need to go find him of which matt can do without knowing the address in this playthrough he just goes to his house magically and two, the young Choi, who is saying, I have a doctor who can save her, but you have exactly six hours. It, th- this isn't a timed poison. <laughs> this is a sword in her stomach. How do you know she has exactly six <laughs> hours to live? Because I can see her health bar. It's a game. <laughs> <sighs> it just drove me a bit batty. In this one, you still end up at Parr's house. So pretty much, this is going to be part of the ending. This is one of the events that has to happen. But in this one, you get to see the safe and I let him open the safe which is a mistake because there are two achievements for you opening the safe apparently. That gets me thirteen chapters. There's still one chapter I haven't found yet. Yeah. Do you want to spoil? Sure. Where where am I missing it? What's Okay, so I I tried I tried annoying Mr. Wu in a playthrough. I tried Yeah, I I felt like I tried everything in order to do it differently. Even the ending, I'm like, I'm gonna go see the choice. I'm gonna give them the bowl. There's clearly another ending where I take off with the bowl and...
1: Yeah, exactly. I was just about to quiz you on that and say, well, what's the only other way that this could end? is like you getting away yourself. So when you're in the van and you find the bowl, and then when Malin calls you, you're just like, no, I'm not going to accept that call. And then you just walk away with the bowl. But, of course, you get caught. (laughs) And so the choice comes to your flat and pop you in the head and you die. And that's the last chapter as well i think yeah well that's the end of the game like you're not coming, mm, you're not coming okay. back from that but yeah so he thinks oh i can i can i can sell this and make tons of money it's like, how are you gonna sell yeah this? how are you gonna sell it um no so they find him immediately they break it no no sorry they don't it's not the choice coming at the end the police come in and arrest you at the end. they don't kill you uh because you've stolen the ball right so now you're done um so that that's it
0: you don't die yet but okay i still feel like there must be something else i'm missing but
1: i mean there's a lot of other options and other and other things that you can do so there's one where you are killed did you find the one where you died
0: yeah it looked awful but yeah
1: right so one where you die there's one where you shoot par um there's one where
0: i think that's the one i did did you shoot him i shot him and then the choice shot me right yeah um there's yeah there's there's seven endings.
1: I got eight because I did the same one two times because I made the, I made a I I don't think choice. that counts as eight. I think <laughs> you
0: got seven. I played se- I choice. played
1: it through eight times. So I've watched this whole movie eight times. And I don't watch movies generally more than once anyway unless I really 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 like it. And I do not really 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 like this game. So it was a bit of
0: a chore. Um did you look up your percentages of the achievements who Has got all seven endings?
1: I think, I think basically if you've got all seven endings, you're in like the top 3% or top 2%. Um, so yeah, I'm up there, but not by, not by, uh, my own choice, just because I had to for, for this. Um, here's one thing I'm going to say. Why is maths pushed so hard in this game when it does not factor into anything?
0: It's just his character.
1: But it's dumb. It's like, it's so dumb because they they keep on pushing this. Like, I'm a math genius. I'm a math genius. I know algorithms and I know this. And he he uses it a couple of times. It's so shoehorned in there. Like, oh, the probability of you winning another bet is like 17%. Like, so what? Like, when does this come into play? Is this ever going to come into play? The answer is no. And that really, really annoyed me.
0: I don't think it's meant to come into play that way. I think the whole thing is set up to be a dynamic between Matt and Mei Ling. Matt plays by the odds and she plays by gut. And you playing the game are also doing the same thing where you are either choosing what you think the game wants you to do or you're choosing based on what you want to do, what feels right to you. I think that's what they're going for. Right.
1: Because, I mean, it, yeah, it never, it never never, comes into the game otherwise, other than just it's a, a kind of snappy line of dialogue at some point. Like, I don't care about your maths
0: course, man. Like, I really couldn't give a... You say that. Just wait till they come up with the next one where it's just all math for you. <laughs> How did uh, Brian Oddly's numbers work out? For <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Thanks for that. Um... <laughs> But yeah, that's, uh, it's dumb, it's dumb. Um, a um, mechanical thing that I think could be improved upon is the cursor. Okay. So my cursor is constantly stuck in the middle of the screen.
1: Really? Mine's
0: wasn't, that's weird. Well, it wasn't stuck, but that's where all the choices are happening. So why would I move it away from there? Oh, right, okay, right. So as I'm watching it, I'm watching a whole movie with a cursor in the way. Right. This would work much better, I think. Again, I think with the Bandersnatch episode, I'm pretty sure that the cursor disappears or that you basically have to choose left or right. I don't remember it being constantly in my way. What I will say, though, is that you can pause at any time, which is fantastic. It needs to happen in a game that's 90 minutes long. You can pause, but you can't skip... Yes. That's so that's a problem where it takes too long in subsequent playthroughs. I mean, even the end
1: credits, you cannot skip the end credits. So even if you're on a mission to 100% the game like I was, you know, I don't need to watch the full credits eight times.
0: You can exit out of them, though. Oh, can you? Oh. You can hit the pause menu and then exit. Ah, uh, okay. The game. I was
1: pressing all the buttons. Nothing was happening. Like,
0: oh. oh, no, not that way. But you could just exit the game. I don't think there's a... Achievement for watching the credits for this no, one, is
1: there? No, I watched them
0: like eight times then.
1: oh no, seven, because I probably just went and switched it off immediately after I <laughs> completed it.
0: Um, there are times... This is something that they would need to work on in other games. Sometimes the edits were a bit rough in playthroughs, depending on what you chose. So it seems like they tried to cut off a scene to stop them from saying something that was meant for a different storyline... But in a way that was very obviously cut and edited and it didn't look quite right. So yeah. it, it was either that or it was something about the way that the game is designed. And there are just some times where it was an obvious cut that didn't feel natural.
1: Yeah, I noticed there was definitely some kind of jarring edits. Uh, I'm guessing it was probably they're cutting off things so they didn't spoil the parts of the story. Um, but no, I mean, I mean, the, the whole skipping thing, like, I get it. You want people to pay attention, but have, a skip option after a first playthrough, like put it in at the end once you've done it. I was like, "Oh, you've completed it. Now you can skip scenes, or at least fast forward." Yeah. Oh, don't don't go back to timewise <laughs> No more, <laughs> no more fast forwarding <laughs> or rewinding. Just skipping. just skipping. Um. Yeah. So yeah, have that at the end because it becomes tedious. It becomes so tedious. And like I said, the story is okay the, fir- it, the first time around, but, it's but not it doesn't okay. hold up to
0: viewing again and again. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The other dumb point, like point number four of dumbness, was yeah, the police station where the police don't believe you. It's like go to my work and you'll find DNA on the floor. Like
0: you'll find CCTV footage of
1: of a guy shooting someone, a woman that tried to run away. It's like what? This is not hard to like. This is not hard to prove. Yeah. yeah, like that 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 blew me away. Like how how the dumb the police were in this and i get it they've got an agenda like we've got to do this but okay have him working for the choice then or something like that you know like have him release him saying you better find that rice bowl son you know or something like that you know this like the police just not doing their job uh is was, was really stupid why was there no it for all the Chinese parts where they're speaking Chinese, why is there no subtitles for that? I mean, I get it. Okay, so I'm, I'm, a, I'm a British character. I can't understand Chinese, but it's also, also a game and you've totally went out of your way to like let us know we're playing a game. Why not have Chinese subs for those bits? I want to know what they're saying. and uh, I don't speak
0: Chinese. I think there are times where that makes sense because we're not supposed to know. We're supposed to also be in that suspense and that worry of what are they saying and what are they going to do to me. So I can understand why they wouldn't, but there are many times where it doesn't matter and it would be nice to have.
1: Yeah, I was curious, at least. Oh yeah, the gaping elephant in the room for this game. Oh, is... I didn't see
0: that scene. That must be my 14th.
1: <laughs> Go on. Um, if the choices are so powerful, why have they not just taken the rice bowl
0: from Par in the first place? I don't know. Maybe it's easier to just get it with money because they have so much money.
1: But they're willing to kill and murder and do anything to get this bowl, yet they haven't even set a couple of guys in to burgle him. Like, they haven't. They know exactly where it is because they mentioned he's had it for a while. They've got no qualms at the end about taking him away and, and, and giving him some cement shoes. What? <laughs> why is this? A, why are we even having this whole conversation in this game? I mean, obviously, there wouldn't be a game if they'd done that, but that doesn't make any sense either. Like,
0: dumb point number five Choice should have already dealt with par. Probably. <laughs> They probably should have dealt with it long before this, if it's that important to them. Yeah. Um, and really, if he's just after the money, is it that he really wants the money and to still have the bowl? He wants his cake and to eat it still, yeah. Okay. Because otherwise, they could give him lots of money if money is all he wants.
1: Yeah. Because he does say he's he, Or he says it, or mailing says it, he's like, I couldn't part with it. So that's why he, he has the forgery made, so that he can sell off the forgery to the choice and keep the ball and get a ton of cash, um, which he's giving half of it away. So there is that to the Chinese restoration fund or whatever it was. Um So he's doing a bit of charity. Good old par. Um <laughs>
0: Which we have to hear about every time. <laughs>
1: Uh, but yeah, so I don't know. That's that's all I've got for this. The, the the other endings are you dying in the hotel or whatever it looks like. Yeah, like it's a hotel, the, the choice place. I think you dying in the hotel, Meiling dying in the hotel, and then the police coming in and you're basically holding the murder weapon, Um shooting par, getting shot. The happy ending, uh, or you taking the ball for yourself. And I'm forgetting the other one. I didn't write them all down. Because yeah, but in the beginning I got all bad endings and it was bad ending. I, I think I played three times in a row where I was like bad ending, bad ending, bad ending, bad ending. That was four, but you get the point. And then I started drawing mind maps and trees and stuff like and that's what I found out, is like the decisions are dumb. Like if you don't high-five me, you don't get the good ending. Like that's just silly. <laughs> uh I mean, maybe it's not that drastic, but I didn't actually test that theory because I wasn't willing to play it again. But there's not a lot of choices to make in this game. There's like three, pretty much. Three major three ones. Three main ones, yeah. And all the other ones are just for achievements or a little cutscene. I would have wanted, like you said, like there's no reason to play it through all the way to the end. I would liked it if I would tried to pepper spray Lee that I got shot and died. Like, oh, cool, okay, I'm dead.
0: Back to the beginning, okay. So not every playthrough has to be 90 minutes. Yeah, That would be nice. And that's the thing with Bandersnatch. Even, I think, Brooker's not exactly sure how many endings they put in. They put in so many different ones because little things could change things. I think I found them all because I hit a point where you get credits. But maybe it's just after you hit so many endings, you get the credits in Bandersnatch. I don't know how that works. Mm -hmm. But I assumed that I had found all of them or enough of them. So I was done. With this one... Uh, just to go back to a quick earlier point, I do believe the Choys live in a hotel, or at least they own it, because when they're basically ransoming off May's life to Matt saying, get us the bowl or she dies, they say to bring the bowl to the hotel, which confused me because I thought they meant the really terrible hotel that he and Mei Ling had, oh, like had, the had booked in, yeah. but I'm pretty sure that's not where they are when... He goes to them with a bowl in my second ending. So I do believe they live in one, but I don't know how he would know which hotel. I don't think that it ever really gets mentioned. So that's a bit of a gap there. Overall, I mean, I know that I've been kind of saying nothing but negative things about this. It's a bit of a weak story. The acting, possibly due to the director or because of the limited way that an FMV choose your own adventure has to be done. Maybe something about that was limiting the actors in a way that they wouldn't normally have to be. Even the lighting, though, at times just seemed very amateurish. And it's not a great movie, is the problem.
1: And that is the problem, because it's not a game. It is a movie, and so that's
0: if that's all it's got going for it, Yeah. At the same time, though, I don't want to be too harsh on it, because as you said on your Steam review, we don't get many FMV things at all. At least this is something, and I'm sure because it has 4500 positive ratings people are enjoying it
1: and one of those positive ones is mine i do i do think if if you have to be on the fence and pick a side this is definitely not a bad game yeah but it's not something that i would go back to ever again and maybe that's the that, that, that's, and, and the price point I think is fair for this game, especially on a sale. Because it is, it is fairly cheap. And like you said in the beginning, get it bundled, you get three of them for really cheap as well. Um, and the other two are probably better than this. Um, because the bunker, I like the bunker because the bunker is more point and clickish. And you can choose which areas to go and visit. And there are little puzzles to solve throughout the game as well.
0: That's what I need for it to feel like more of a game. Yeah. Have you played the bunker yet? Not yet.
1: Well, that should be on your list, definitely, because it's not bad. Um, late Shift had more production value, I think. Probably wasted a lot of the budget on getting those cars. Um, also, I noticed some of the cars were like uh, left-hand drive, which was unusual because it's the UK. Um, so I don't know what's going on there, but um, maybe they shot some of it in in, a, in Europe rather than in London. Um, but yeah, all in all, not bad, not great. I feel the same. Done. Yeah. Gaps filled are more gaps created.